Perek Yedalad, we're on page Kuf Lamed Gimel. Kuf Lamed Gimel. He always begins with a, he begins a Perek with a Chazar of a Hashem. So, there's a very good Chazar at the beginning of the Perek. <coughs> the Perek HaKaydin, page Kuf Lamed Gimel. The Perek HaKaydin, Biyarnu, we're talking about davening, davening. We're not even talking about, we're davening about davening. The Perek HaKaydin, Biyarnu, in the last parak, we learned that in the general, in, in, in general, there are three halakim, there are three components to davening. Three ways. One thing in davening is to daven, to, to daven for something specific. To daven for something specific. You need something. Everybody needs. Everybody needs something. Claim a bakoshes al tzarachim ishim. Bakoshes asking for personal needs. Quite panosir refua. Be good clothing refua and so on. Be good means clothing, having what to wear. Hasheni. That's one inyan of davening. Bakoshes asking. Hasheni aide hakarish other makiyos hakadosh baruch hu zeh. When a person, when a person realizes that the the one who the one who is who took away from him his the panasa, or the one who's withholding his wages, or the one who caused the shoes to get torn today, that's the Rebbeinu Shlom. Or male who gam haksoyves hayichida lebakosha amilechasar. So here it's not just help me, I need this. Here the person's thinking more, and he says, help me, I need it. Why am I asking him all of a sudden? It means because I realize that that the, the, the one who gave me the shoes took away the shoes. The one who gave me my panosa took away my job. So I'm starting to think more and evolve into that higher level of understanding that it's not just this you know, some some God have like Santa Claus that's got stuff to give away, presents to give away. But that the Bereshulam, that the Bereshulam has something that is working in Indian with me, of of what I have, what I don't have, and that that is the only address. It's not because um, I was taught that this is somebody that I could turn to, and there are other options, and maybe maybe he'll help me out. No, the person now understands, he's thinking about this and he realizes that the only reason that I don't have shoes is because of him and the only reason that I could have shoes is because of him. Now davening is not just a shopping list. Now davening is a way to drive deep into myself the belief that everything is Hashem, which is the tachlis of tefillah. That belief that everything is Hashem, everything is Hashem is God. As we spoke about a lot, a lot, already months ago, Hashem doesn't just mean the story in Hamadiyya or in some newspaper, or they have these little bichlach, these books you could buy now in Hashem in the Jewish bookstores, these simplistic you know, uh, somewhat nice and sweet and silly books about how stories of I fell off the 75th floor and then suddenly the thing, the hand came out and grabbed me. I don't know where the hand was from and ever since then, you know, I, I, I put on tefillin or something. Why it came from, they showed before and after picture. Like, you know, a guy with long hair, now he's got his, uh, he's got his towel service at, 
this is not the Indian of Tfila Hashkocha Pratis is not just some amazing so it means the shoes I, look, the shoes are good the shoes that they should I should feel comfortable in them that that, that the shoes are not that that these shoes that they're torn it's all a person's with Hashkocha Pratis not just for some unusual different things but to live with Hashkocha Pratis Hashlishi which is the highest madrig of tefillah. Etzim hadibur and bari ha'ilam. Tachas of tefillah is not even that I should get a new pair of shoes. And not even to teach me. There's a higher level than teaching me who's the balabas and what's the address. The highest thing is the realization that, this, that there's nothing more precious in my life than having this chus to talk to the Russian. Whether I get it, or what I want it, or I don't get what I want, or if it's about other things. Just have this chus to have such a thing, to talk to the Baruch Shalom. Like the kisses of the lips, that your love is better than wine, which Shalom says. Just that, just the fact that I could have that relationship with you. Umara like Bechidus, Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to Hashem in such a way, mouth to mouth, pe el pe, it's a bechin of a kiss, of Yishakenim and the Shikas Piyu. It's the highest level of tefillah, is not to get something, not even to cry about things that are bothering me or worrying me, that's a madrega. And, and, and it's a high madrega to, to know that he's the only one to speak to. He's the only one that could help you. That's a high madrega. But the high, and to teach you more about focusing on Hashem in your life, that's a high madrig. But the highest madrig is that I have a relationship and I could talk to the Bunshal, I could talk to you. You say, Ralzois, it's more than that. Matsina B'Devi Chazal, Kal Talmud Chacham, Shayyayisha Ben Levin Atzum of the Kari Vishayna, Chazal say, Vayid Atamachachim is sitting by himself. Beinu Levein Atzma, the Kari Vishayna. He doesn't have a Chavusa. He's sitting and learning by himself, and he's Kari Vishayna. He's learning. Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yosef Kenegda. Chazal say, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is his Chavusa. Hakadosh Baruch Hu sits opposite him. Mishayni Imo, and every word of Torah that you say when you're learning, the Baruch Shalom is Shayni Imo. He learns the words. He says the words together with you. Hashem on one level it means Hashem is the shadow of you He's always on your right side Chazal say It's like a person It's like the, the shadow that a person makes if you laugh, then the shadow laughs. And if you cry, if there's something else that's going on in your shadow, then what you're doing, it's a sign that you should leave the room. Right? You should get away from there. Otherwise, it's the same like a mirror. And whatever you do, that's what the shadow does. And if you show an angry face to the shadow, that's what it shows back, with a mirror or whatever. On the Subaru, so you show a smiling face. He gives you back. That's what it means. It doesn't just mean that he helps you and he walks next to you, like, this, like the shadow. 
It means Hashem Silcha Mamish. Keshem Shata Hoive Imai. The way that you live with Him, the way that you exist with Him, Kachu Hoive Imcha. The way that you are with Him is the way that He is with you. Kuflamadal. So He explains. Hashem Silcha. Perusho. Hashem is your shadow, Perusho. Shekederach Shadam Misra Lefinei Bayrei. The way that you appear to Hashem, the way that you approach Hashem, the way that you come to Hashem is That's how you will see Hashem. If you're an angry person, you'll feel that God is angry at you. You'll feel that God is angry. There was somebody I was talking to the other day. He tells me, and it's always an interesting thing. He tells me that he comes to, he comes to the shul. He tried coming to the shul a few times, and, the, and, he, and everybody in the shul is very cold and unfriendly. That nobody was nice to him. So I asked him, did you ever find that you have that in the other schools? So this is what these people always say, always. In this neighborhood, I find a lot, most of it's like that, but um, where I used to be, it was very good. So I always ask, so why'd you leave? It sounds like it was so good over there. Why'd you leave your old neighborhood? Yeah, this, that. Terry says, five minutes before you came into the room, I had another kid sitting here telling me, oh, he likes it so much. The people are so friendly. Over here, such nice people here. So I said to the guy, I don't, I don't mean in any way to insult you because I, I, I don't really know you, but I'll tell you this: if you show a lichtigipanim, if you come with a good attitude, and you're a friendly person, and you try to to to, to talk to people, and you reach out, so you'll find that people will respond the same way. And they'll give you even back more. Like a Jew always says, you say to him, Good Shabbos, right? He says, Good Shabbos or Good Yor. That's how Jews are. But you have to first say, Good Shabbos. Then I'll say to Good Shabbos or Good Yor. So he is, I say, Good Shabbos, nobody answers. I say, There is such a thing. There is such a thing. You think that person's not a nice person. So you say, Good Shabbos, and try to talk to him a little bit. I said, there are a few people that are forbidden of people in the world. You might be one of them. There are a few people that are forbidden of people. Mostly people are nice people. They're not there. What do you think he doesn't want? Why wouldn't he say good job? What, he's trying to teach you a lesson or something? So he's caught up a little bit in his own Indians or whatever. He's not, he's not saying good job. So for that, you know, you have to really, you know, for Schmutz, a whole neighborhood and everybody, a whole shul, nobody's good. How you appear to others is how the people will appear to you. A cloud. And if you find that people are unfriendly to you, that means that you're unfriendly to them. He said, I'm not unfriendly, I'm shy. Then they're also not unfriendly. So for yourself, you could find an explanation that, what? That you're not unfriendly, you're shy. But the guy that doesn't say good job is to you, he's not shy, he's unfriendly. The terrorist says, everybody is friendly. Well, there are one or two people that are not. Look at the room of people are friendly. Uh, and, and any of these people do you a big taiva. And the nice people, they're either shy or there's something that's bothering them. There is something in the house or in their lives that's bothering them. That they say, they think someone's not going to say good Shabbos. A bad person or he's not going to say good Shabbos. It's hard to say good Shabbos. It's wrong. People should say good Shabbos. And people should be outgoing and friendly and so on. But that doesn't mean that something that the person's a bad person. The terrorist is, you don't appear a certain way to people. And I tell them, I'll tell you straight. So I, I never saw that you I, I, I've said to you many times the, the few times you know many times I don't see him so much but I saw him a few times leaving shul or on the street I always have tried to say how are you and everything and I never get more than a syllable or two from you 
So I can feel that you're an unfriendly person. But I assume that you're not unfriendly. You're probably shy. And you told me you're shy. But other people might think that you're unfriendly and they stay away. But you have sorry, so people don't want to hear sorry, they have their own, right? Says so there's some people you talk to, you say, How are you? And says, Don't ask. <laughs> so you know it's already, you're, you're, you're right. But it's too late then. <laughs> well, what I have with this and I have with that. And the there are people that are like that. They're, they're lost in their yonim. They're lost in their yonim. And then when they finish talking about themselves, they say, Oh, yeah, I like my. I heard from somebody told me that I'm, I, I'm so sorry that I'm talking so much about myself. Let me hear, what do you think about me? <laughs> I'm, I'm talking so much about myself. <laughs> so, yeah, people are wrapped up in their inyanim. They're not bad people. So, so Hashem Silcha means how, how you appear to Hashem is birth. That's how Hashem appears to you. If you're warm and if you're friendly and if you're talkative and you have a, and you want to make a kesher or shaykhis, you'll find that the Baruch Shalom responds the same way. That's what it means, Hashem Silcha. Shabbatarach, it's a klal gadol, it's a big, big klal in Avedis Hashem. It's a big klal in Avedis Hashem. Shekederach Shadim Yisrael of Nebairai, the way that you appear to Hashem is Baruch, Kach Kivyach and Baruch and Nira Elav, that's how the Vaishnav comes to you. Vimyeshna Mahalach Shalpeh, meaning, if you're the kind of person that you live in a way of, of davening, but not just. Once in a while, I need something. I, I talk a little bit more. Sha'odim adabrim bayrai. But you, when you daven, either in the regular daven shachas or when you're saying things during the day, his bayrai, his this a little bit, your own davening. That you're a person that you have a mouth with Hashem as a Not just that the shulchanach stands over you and says daven, or your guilt stands over you and says daven, or you see, you know, your grandfather's image or something telling you to daven. But you have a pet, you have a mouth with the bayrai. Then you will see When you have a pe, a mouth, then the Baruch has a mouth. That's how it was with Moshe Rabbeinu and Hashem's Baruch. It wasn't just that Hashem spoke to him, it was Hashem responded to him. Obviously, none of us on the Madrigal Meishu Rabbeinu. Shekain loikam novi oibi yisal kamoish. Obviously, we're not talking about Meishu Rabbeinu. None of us are like that. Ah, kol adam itzar hamoishu Rabbeinu shabai. But every Jew has it in him a mouth of epis hamoishu Rabbeinu, a Meishu Rabbeinu, a bechina of Meishu Rabbeinu, which means I can talk to the Shalom without anybody knowing or listening, and he and he listens to every single word that I. He's not only listening. He's leaning over. More than that, like I told you many times, the Rosh said on the Pesach Yishakeni, he kisses my mouth when the words come out when I talk to him. That's how much Hashem's Baruch loves when we talk to him. He could reach his Madrega. He could reach his Madrega of Maishra. Not Maishra Beinah, but his Madrega of Maishra Beinah. This Metzius, that a person speaks to the Rebbeinu This is the highest Madrega of, of davening. The highest Madrega. Higher than everything else. 
Remember, he said in the last parak that there are two general two ways of talking. There's a way of screaming. You don't have to do that loud, but it's a way. Uh, there's a way of screaming. Screaming means when you're in trouble. When you're in a, you're in a tight situation, then, then you're more desperate. There's something inside that's agitating you. You're in, you're in some kind of trouble. Hafra'a means there's something bothering you. That's one mahalach. In that mahalach, almost every, almost every from person can dive into that, in that mahalach. Of of a tzayka, when you're in trouble, you're in a tight situation. Almost everybody. But there's another mahalach. This is the mahalach we're, we're, we're aiming for. A tzayka, of course, there's always a tzayka. It's natural, but a mahalach of the way that you speak to a friend, to someone that you love. It's not out of desperation. It's not screaming. It's you're so happy to have a chance to talk to them. It's your best friend. Someone that you love talking to. How you speak with the members of your family that you love. That's how you speak with the Bari Island. With, with that comfort, with that, with, with, with that intimacy, that personal touch. That's how you speak to Hashem. The Pshitas, the Tivius Pshutas. Pshitas, Pshitas, simple. Simple, ubetivius pshuta and natural. Simple and natural. This is one. Of, this is one of the biggest chidushim of the derech of Hashem. But the Hashem, which we take this for granted now, even you could find even by the non-chassidim that it's something which that they could hear. And that's why storm like this are being written now, and that even the the ones that are not chassidim are looking for them. When the Hashem of Hakadosh came and he said to speak in such a way. Again, this is not something that's new because the Nevi'im spoke in such a way. But people thought that over time, davening became so distant and austere and so sterile and cold with the choirs and the, you know, and the Thou art and the Lord God of the universe became cold. Cold. But the davening should be with the Vamkite. With a vamkate, it shouldn't lead to talking and, and you know handing out the cholent by uh, by Ankel or Cain. I'm not talking about that. That's 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 a little bit too cozy. But there should be davening in such a way, pe el pe, that a Jew has a mouth to speak to the Baruchim in such a way. Tivis pshuta, hul chash shabayre ha'elam nimsiliyado. That's for the feeling that the Baruchim is sitting with you. That's what it means when you're learning. You by yourself. You're not by yourself. He's shining connected. He's right with you, learning. He's right with you, davening. Speaking to you. It's, it means that you are speaking to Hashem with a simple hargasha, with a simple feeling that Hashem is there listening to every word. You don't have to scream. It doesn't have to be an emergency. Every word. And when you talk to him, it's not when you're talking to a person that has other things going on. And what? What do you say? What do you say? Are you talking at the Shabbos table saying some Dvat Torah and the kids are looking at you and you, and you say, the, that's, You heard the Dvat Torah? He says, Sure. So the first time ever, I said, I don't know why, last week, the first time in all the years, I said to one of my daughters, I said, I said to you, I don't want to say because you know, I said, You're listening? She said, yeah, Daddy, I'm listening. Because they dray around, you know. I said, you're listening? I was saying something from a blade blade. I said, you're listening? She said, I'm, I'm listening. 
So I said, I never did this before. I said, yeah, what did I say? <laughs> I never did that before. Because in school, that was the worst thing, right? But I don't know what got into my service. So, so she went, uh, and then everybody started, she started to laugh. And I said, I, I said, you know, you probably were listening. You thought you were listening. Because you have Derek Harris, and you're looking at me, but you weren't listening. But I want you to listen. That is to listen. But was the, I, I, I said to myself, I wonder, maybe all the years I'm talking like at the Shabbos table, I never once asked anybody. Because, you know, you don't give any bukhinis. It's your, it's your family, I'm not going to test anybody. I never thought so. And I said to my wife, could be I'm doing this like 26 years. Maybe it was like nobody ever heard one about Tyra in 26 years. Then I'm like, what did you say? <laughs> I didn't catch that. So, you know, you, you, you say, you say, you hope someone's listening. I hope someone's listening. But that's not with the Rebbein Shalom. The Rebbein Shalom is, the Rebbein Shalom is every, every word. Every word. Like, you know, sometimes you have a person, I don't know why people do this, it's such a, it seems to me such a not nice thing. They don't mean bad, but they do it. Like, someone will come over and say, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom. You recognize me? So, so, what are you supposed to say? If you say, if you say, no, it's not nice, right? You say, you say yes. So say yes, right? Then it might, it's not true. Right? So something. So then you don't want to make a person feel. So you say yes, and the person says, "Really? What's my name? You remember? What's my name?" Adults do that. Not I'm not my little children. Little children. Like but I, I have many times that adults and, and and I say like I'm embarrassed. And I say, "Look, I I, I meet thousands of people. Ben, there's thousands of people, and I re- I do recognize your face. But you, so you know, you told me your name. I don't remember that. I don't remember when I was younger. I had a better name. I don't remember every name. So I meet once on a Friday night. So he tells me he died in the shul six years ago. And so okay, I, I don't remember your name. I don't remember your name. But then, but a person, for an adult to say, yeah, what's my name? <laughs> like the, you know, yeah, and then you feel like you're back in school, right? Uh, I don't know your name. I, <laughs> I failed. <laughs> but by the Russian, there's no such thing. You remember me? I remember you. But the Bible remembers you. What was I saying? What were you saying? I know exactly what you're saying. If you know what you're saying, then I know what you're saying. If you don't know what you're saying, like after we dive in the morning, after we finish diving, so if we ask the Bible Shalom, did I say the Bible I say, I don't know, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> that's only because we don't know what we said. And that's what it means, Hashem Silch. I don't know what you're talking about. But if we know what we're saying, then the Bible knows what we're saying. It's the same thing with people. Same thing. All he has to do is listen. The Rishon is not busy with anything else, just to listen to you. That's what we're learning. That's the highest part of the evening is Shmonesri. We don't scream. And we can ask Hashem. When we do ask Hashem in the middle of Shmonesri for what we need. That's not the ikkah. The ikkah is when you love somebody, you also eventually talk about things that are on your heart, of course. When you love someone, but it's not. All I have is a shopping list. It's, it's you have a relationship and we talk and we talk. And by the way, we're smoothing to something that's on my heart. I have a, something I need, but that's not the whole tachlis. Sometimes you know somebody calls you. I had to call somebody last night. I had to call somebody to get a phone number from him. But I don't want to make it seem like I'm just calling for a phone number, you know. So I had to I had to be civil. It was a half hour on the phone. Because I saw that it was still not looking like he was going to take it. Like if I, he, because I hadn't spoken to him in a long time. 
and I'm happy to talk to him. I just don't want to. I didn't have time for half hour schmooze, but I saw that it was only. I had to spend a. Le- I really, I was nervous even then. But it was a, after half hour. I said, by the way, you know, how's uh, whatever Salmaisha? How's Salmaisha? It's fine. You have his number. <laughs> That's all I wanted, really. It was just, uh, you know, to get this guy's number. But I saw I wasn't... Said no? <laughs> no, he had, he, had, he had the number. He had the number. He had the number. Right. That was, that was okay. I was happy to talk about it. I didn't, I didn't have a head for half hours at that time to start with this whole schmooze. But I saw, like, he was like, oh, oh. He's like, you know, he's all, like, into it. And if I would have said after 30 seconds, you have you have uh, Suli's number after 30 seconds, then he would have felt that I was just calling him to get a phone number. And I know that that's a, that that hurts a person, but by the but but by Kaddish when we go in that way, and you just come to Hashem's Baruch, and you and you say Kel Gadol Gibav and Eibar Hashem Morgan comes and then you say, and by the way, you know you have some panasa maybe. I want to ask. Really, I wanted to talk to you about how you're doing and has everything in the belt and 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 and, and my neshama and and our relationship. But by the way, I also I also could use some refu and some panasa. So that's not such a, a good thing. When you daven, when you have pe'el pe'el and there's a hiskashus, and you and, and and the words are, are are important to you, that you have the opportunity to speak to them, and in that context, you talk to them about refuah and panosa and other things, then that's beautiful. That's the way to do it. That's shmanesrei. <coughs> if the shmanesrei is silent, it's not anymore. With that feeling of screaming that you're far away, long distance, and that you're desperate, and it's just because I need something, I have to scream. The cold Ramadan, it's a still quiet voice. Kishadam Tsayek, my person is screaming. As we witness, because you feel that somehow he's far from you. It's not the case that you speak to like the way you'd speak to someone that you love. It doesn't have to be the desperation or something. It's, it's, you enjoy the conversation. Of course, it's harder with that because we're waiting to hear something back. And that whole in of of course, not, we're not talking about that right now, but the person is able to talk in such a way that Kajabaruchu, Kedabi Isha Re'eu Hanitzav Liyadam, Zewa Mahalo Shaltila Shmanesra. That's the highest part of Davi, Shmanesra. Ad Kansikim Advaram, this is. This is an, a, a review of all that we've been talking about in the last section. Now, Mam Shechala. I just want to ask, what, how do we, in the context of, uh, of a regular Tefillah B'Tzibor, where they're davening so quickly, how how can we accomplish this? In, in a... All of the Nyanam nowadays of Tefillah are very hard to do in Tefillah B'Tzibor. That's why I say to when people ask me that I always say, if you practice and work on that when it's not Tzibur then it'll become possible by Tzibur You see openings. Right, I'm saying, but the, since the highest Madrigal is Shmoneh Esri, so then how do you... Uh, when you work on it in his Hizbaridus more, in his Hizbaridus, then you'll then in Shmoneh it'll click in more, like you have speed dial, you know what I'm saying, yeah. on the phone. When you have a Shaykhis to the Marshall like that, so then it doesn't have to be anymore to go through every single thing. But you press... One, and it comes in Shmanesri, it comes easier. That's that. It takes time to work on. It's not fast. Hine Rayim, right there. Hine, the bottom of the page, Kuflam Dal. Hine Rayim Anu, Kshakshinigoshim Lispalo. If you see that when a person comes to Davin, 
What You see that the davening wasn't made in such a way. You don't start right away with the intimate shmonesrei, quiet. That's not how shmonesrei starts. That's not how da- I'm sorry. That's not how davening begins. There's a in the morning. The brach is kabbonis pesuk the zimra yotzer or all the brachas kriyshma shmaiyisel You work it up to shmanesu. The deeper meaning of this is The matzav shall be didus. A person, a person, beteva, naturally, even though naturally a person likes companionship, but a person lives with himself his whole life. Chaylavad. And, and therefore there is a natural inclination, the matzav shall be didus, there's a natural feeling that most people have of loneliness. Bedidus means loneliness. The seder of davening is to break out of this feeling of loneliness and to feel a friendship with Hashem. Through the course of davening, to, to feel that I have a friend. Not that, not that I depend on, on Beryl and Shmerl and Yankel and, and this, but I have a friend. And to break out of that loneliness. Because a person, that's when a person lives by himself. It's yeah. Involved in a million things, but for a person who's high levada, lives bets by himself, and, and and a feeling of loneliness. And that's why people are constantly trying to surround themselves with, with other people, and that's not you know, with friends that try to surround themselves with all kinds of things and entertainment because there's, there's a natural bedidus. Other Mauritian was created by himself. And there's a bedidus, there's, there's a loneliness that a person feels naturally. Davening, the state of davening is to climb out of that feeling of being alone. To climb into a feeling of, of having someone that is with you every second of your life. L'skarv l'bari ha'elam. Kol shlav, mishlave ha'tfila, hina aliyah. Every step of davening, every step. Is an aliyah, is rising, ascending higher. Over moving apnimi, aliyah peyushi yitzia mehagoshes hanefrodes. What is the aliyah? What's the aliyah? Rising. The aliyah means leaving, going away from that hargosha, that hargoshka, the hargosha of nefrodes, going away from that hargosha of alienation, of being separate, of being outside. Of not having a kesher Hashem. Through the course of davening, to go more and more into that feeling of companionship, of friendship, of intimacy with Hashem, and getting out of that feeling of being somebody separated and different. The beginning of davening. A person feels the beginning of davening, relatively, he feels separated. He feels distant. He feels like he's outside. Slowly he becomes less of an outsider. He begins to feel more of a companionship and a friendship with Hashem and a closeness. He gets closer to Hashem. 
and the davening is perfectly designed to accommodate this process. And so he gets closer and closer. Until it comes to Shemineswe. Who may gila mahalo shel kedaber ish el reayu? To you, you have the inner inner circle. Not only the inner circle. You have this one close, intimate friend who has nobody else in the world, only you. That's shmonesre. Moshe l'madav adaimer. To what can this be compared? Adam oimed b'tzad echad shal rechayiv. You're on one side of the street. And you have your good friend on the other side of the street. Which we often do. And you say, wait, wait, wait for me. I'll be, I'm coming. You call out for him to wait. Because you have a strong desire to, to share something with the guy. You want to talk to him. You have something to tell him. So you don't wait for him. You want to talk to him. You don't wait for him to come to you. To start walking to you. We could say Harachayif on the other side of the street. Ella Davarishin who tsayek tsaakerishin. You naturally scream out, "Oh!" And you call out to him. That's a way of saying, "Stop! I want to talk to you." So tsayek tsaakerishin la'eva hayidid sheyad. So you call me, tell him, "Stop! Go! Stop! You don't want to continue. You want to stay there." So you can go to him. Kedei sheyedish sheyesh l'davar mleimelo. When you tell him, when you scream out and you say whatever, Moshe, wait. What that means is. Imagine you did that. He said, Moshe, wait. And he just kept on and he walked away. That'd be ridiculous, right? And then I'll ask you at the end of the day, what did you do? You, I was on the other side of the street and you screamed out to me and you said, wait. And he said, yeah, so what did you do? He says, I waited. But you just walked away. That would be ridiculous, right? Obviously, when the guy screams out, Moshe, wait, it means wait because I want to talk to you. I have something to tell to tell you. Shekol Echad Miskarev now they start to approach each other. They start to get closer. Come here, son. Huh? Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Just move the hat over. So now as they're beginning to they're beginning to approach each other. They're starting to get closer to each other. It's getting to be a smaller distance. You still have to talk loud. While you're walking, you might be saying something. And he's getting closer to you, and you're saying things, it's getting... But now you don't have to scream so much. He's getting closer. You start to lower your voice. But you still need him to hear you, so it's a little bit louder. But as you get closer, and the distance becomes less... Then you can lower the voice. You can make it lower and lower. Now that now that your mom is you're meeting the person and you're right next to the person, you could talk what? Benachas softly and belachas on page Kuflam and Hey Nidian. quietly. Kedabe Isha Re'eu, the way you speak to someone, that's a close friend, Kipshuta. It's a very beautiful Moshe. Zeru HaMoshe Bechitzayim, says the Moshe. Uba Pnimius Advarim, what's the Nimshel, what's the Pnimius? Kichol Sh'adam Eskarv Labayroi, 
Right at the beginning of davening, he's screaming out. Sukkah, there's a Moses screaming with yelling. Or if you're, or, or let's say that's not by you davening at all, you don't even care about sukkah, you just davening up, 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 up. But let's say you're having some, God forbid, some problem in your life. So when you, so you're having this problem in your life, you don't know what to do. Suddenly you see the Rabbi Shalom's on the other side of the street, right? And you're having a problem. So you say, whoa, Rabbi Shalom, wait! So Rabbi Shalom stops. That's screaming. Wait, I have this problem, I have this problem, I have sorrows, I need this, I need that. But as you get, that's not the tachas of davening, just like it's not the tachas of being with a friend. That he's across the street and you say, wait, wait, and you scream out, how are you doing, Moshe? That's not the tachas, the tachas is what? Approaching each other, and as you get closer and closer, then you can finally talk what you want to talk. That's what you want to talk about, and it, which is, which is kedavah yishavayi. So therefore, that's the seder of davening. The closer you get to the Rebbein Shalom The need to scream and to call Out with the scream Gets less and less As you get closer and closer You could speak more quietly Until finally come to Shemesh Where it's Mamish silent Where you just pronounce the words Without even saying them loud you come to that point of a soft, a soft, silent voice. Therefore, we don't start right away because at the beginning of davening, the feeling is still a distance from Hashem, and Hashem is across the street. That's the beginning of davening. So the beginning of davening is with calling out and screaming and so the zimra and all the kapitlach and screaming and everything, and the shira, all that. That's when Hashem at the beginning of davening is still across the street. But as, and so therefore, the rest of that diving is just to say, wait, 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 to scream out some. But then as you get closer and closer and closer, you come to that point where you could actually have a shemineser, you could have pe'el-peh, a davibay. That's why we don't go straight away to shemineser. Kevin Shabayef and Kloli, Kamei Shekosa B'Svar Makadayi Shem Gam Odom Shadavik B'Bayre, Lairach Kalayim Shas HaTvila. Because even though you might have other times during the day that you talk to Hashem, but Shemun is the closest. That's when you're standing mamish, right with him, and it's the highest level Shemun Esrei, Kedavi Yisha Because even a person who thinks of Hashem during the day, he does think of Hashem during the day. But the, the bottom line is that besides the every now and then that he has a couple of words with Hashem, for the most part, during the day, he's busy with other things. Even if he's learning, but he's thinking about other things. He's not talking to Hashem. Since a person has in his head other machshavas, many other thoughts, that he's living with during the day, those other thoughts, his devekis Hashem is not is not strong, it's not complete. So even though he occasionally has Hashem during the day, he says a brach, different things, but most of the day he's thinking about other things and he's busy with other things. Therefore, Hashem is across the street. Across the street, across the boulevard, across the avenue, across the across the border, but he's not with you. 
that doesn't mean Chasam and Messias, of course, but the feeling, the Hargosh is that I have to call out, I have to scream out. So that's how davening begins. So obviously, it's a Chiddush by Mincha that a person can say an Ashray. And from Ashray, you can go straight to Shkunas. It's a very big Indian. But we need to talk more about Mincha, that's not for now. But Mincha, how can it be that a person goes from. A, and not only that, Mincha is at the busiest time of the day. Mincha is in the middle of, in the middle of, uh, of the day. So saying shachris, I have to build up a screaming and yelling till I can, till I can have a shachris. So mincha, you would think you'd have to dive in mincha twice as long. And yet mincha, you come straight, you come straight to the bar shlomi da. And ashrei then? Can you say the calling out in the morning was for the day? You have to say, not just can you. You have to say. That's why you're saying ashrei, ashrei yoshrei veisachem. It's a chibleib I live with the bar in the same house. And after a shachris, you can still have a mincha. But if it's not a shachris, then it's not a mincha. Marv is someplace in between. Marv is longer, but it's, it's but it's not. And as Marv, you have biches kriyshma. There's something. There's not havis oilam, but it's not just an ashray, but it's still not the whole long hachan. But after after the night, where there's a, where there's a total total change, and you're starting again in the world, it has to be. Without building it up and the recognition that Hashem is Baruch at, right now is across the street, and it means screaming out, calling out. Second paragraph at Kuflamidvav. When a person comes to daven to Hashem, you have to you have to separate yourself from the entire world that's around you. Hit not good. That's what they call in Israel disengagement. Disengagement is hit not kut. Disengagement. You have to separate yourself completely from everything. You have to put yourself that my entire existence right now, I'm in, I'm existing entirely in these words to Hashem's book, in these diburim, in my tefillah. The reason that we have different stages in davening, and in the shul we're learning the different stages in the ilumis, of each, each part of davening corresponds to a different level of existence. The reason that davening is longer is because you can't suddenly, suddenly in a very, very extreme way, cut yourself off disengage from the entire world. Because you can't cross over and meet Hashem's work right away. It's sabislach, slowly. Slowly. So you build that up. Kim Shlavim in stages. Bahadraga gradually. Kamai Tipus Al Gabe Sulam, like a person who's climbing a ladder, one step at a time. Madrega Achamadrega. When a person starts to daven, you can't cross over right away from your normal, regular way of thinking. The normal, regular thing is, what do I have to do today? What do I have to buy? What do I have to sell? Who do I have to speak to? When do I pick up my kid? When do I do this? What? You can't go right away into Shemesh. The same way you can't talk about those kind of personal, intimate things right away when your friends across the street. You have to first get together with your friend. So the process of davening is to bring together the, the two friends. 
That's a mahalash of to be attached. There's a madrega, there's a hadrog, I mean, it's gradual how you enter into this conversation. It's gradual. Hadroga means that it's gradual. Slowly, slowly, slowly you feel closer to him, closer. Only if the level of closeness wasn't greater. Meaning, could you have to get to a, a closer place so we have to. That was the, the, the madragas of closeness on Shabbos are so, so high that there are additional kapitlach. It's also part of our tearing away from the week and entering into a whole new world of Shabbos. That's why you see that over the generations, originally there was no state of Kabbalah Shabbos. Kabbalah Shabbos is relatively new. Where we go and we have the Chun and the and the other Tilim and the Chadaydi. That's that's uh, that's not from the Gemara. There's no Kabbalah Shabbos in the Gemara. It's no Kabbalah Shabbos by the Goyim either. The state of Kabbalah Shabbos began really with Ariya Kodesh. Began really at that time in Svas. Didn't have Kabbalah Shabbos. So you see that as as we get further away across the street, as the boulevard widens, so the tzaddikim of the generations gave us hamtsaos of screaming more, longer and deeper and beautiful megunim to get back together. The same thing we spoke about by Rosh Hashanah time. Well, we have now a machzor Rosh Hashanah Kippur. Was that the time of the Gemara that had a machzor? When, when was the first machzor? Was a machzor? But we have a machzor. Everybody, you know, when you, you, you come into Daven, you, uh, you look at Erevim Kippur, and you, it's very bad that people have the English like art school because that's like a thousand pages. And you look, and it's like page two. <laughs> that first minute of, of Yom Kippur, and you like, you know, and that's probably before it's probably uh, Kaparas and all this thing. Okay, but you look at page, let's say it says page, you know, twenty-five or thirty. And then you go like this to Mar of Mutsi and Kippur. You ever do that? You know, like all, all the American. And look at that. And it's, you know, Vuhurachum, you have to. And you're looking at that Vuhurachum. And it's like now it's, it's, it's you know, 6.15. And 6.15, Arachim Kippur. And, and you look at that and you see. And I have to go through that until I get to there. But then you also know that, yeah, 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 but there's a lot of stuff that you don't say. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's like, there's good, that's the good news. The good news is there's a lot of stuff that in the small print, in the fine print, there's a lot of stuff you don't say. If you be a Lubavitcher, then, you, then there's even more. They don't, they don't say even half of the stuff that the other Chassidim say. For, for the Yekis, it's very hard. For the Yekis say a lot of that stuff, the Yekis. But they have further them, to go. Huh? Maybe they have further to go. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> see them have much less than the, to say. The Svadish, they don't have The Svadish, they don't have There's even less than the Svadish. At the time of the Gemara, the whole Yom Kippur Daven, you could, you could focus that on the five pages. Four or five pages, the whole Yom Kippur Daven. From the Gemara. It's the Shemnesh, and it's Pesukah Dizim, a regular day davening. Right? It's everyday davening, and then for Shabbos the additional uh, that that uh, subcapitula for Yantiv, 
And then the Yom Kippur Shemini Esrei, Musaf. Musaf is, Musaf is not long. The whole Chazar Sashat is long. So you have to say the Vidui. The Vidui is the Gemara. It's not long. Over the generations, as, as the boulevard widened, so the, the Tzaddikim gave us ways of screaming more, screaming more. But if you're not in this, if you're not in this business, then it's just a pain in the neck, you know. And and, and if there would be a vote in every shul, like can we can we go back to the original machzer, uh, it probably would, would win. The, it would carry the day, you know. It would carry the day. So it's a good thing that it's not uh, it's, it's not for uh, there's no vote. Like I like I was saying to my kids were, they were talking about how they made a day off for President Ford. And that they, I don't remember that they gave a day off for presidents. Maybe they did. When the president dies, they close all the posters. Maybe. It's been a while. I don't know. But they made such a big problem. So my kids said, that? So I said, no. I said, you have to understand. This is the only president in the history of America that was not elected. They didn't vote for him. So that's why everybody cares so deeply. Because nobody made that choice. Because everybody's obs- because people hate themselves. And they hate all the choices that they make. I'm talking about the ones that voted for somebody. But this president, for besides that he was uh, was more of an, a humble person. Besides that, besides that, there's not there's not enough to explain. Like, uh, like the, it's always like that in Washington. It's always like all these in Yanim and Shasmaisa. Who care what? Who went for bigger chaylum by him? I don't know. You know, it's all this. But anyway, but the truth is that they didn't vote for him. They didn't vote for him. So because they didn't vote for him, so oi, oh, do I love him? <laughs> what do you mean? Why he, did, he didn't vote? And I even and even the guy that ran against him, Carter, of course, my he did. He's my best friend. He 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 doesn't have to open his mouth. He's a shaker. You see his the shaker on his face. Even before he says something, he's a shaker. But he's crying. It said I heard on the radio this morning that that he couldn't regain his. There was hard for Carter to. He was giving a drush also about the uh, husband. So he said he could. It said he couldn't regain his composure. President Carter couldn't regain his. He was so tzibrochen over over Ford because he was such a dear friend of Joel Ford. And every single klola he could ever say, and the ones that we didn't hear from him, he said about him in, when they were writing against each other. Later on, then they became Yidid and It's all shekhar v'chazer. All of these things that a person should say diburim that are true diburim. So the chachamim saw that over the years we we have to work on it more. You have to work on it more. So the Sidurum got bigger. Bigger Sidurum. That's why it's saying why when I have English translations. I was atheist and Bobbies didn't need to have all the translations. And they did a better davening than us. And he asked them what, 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 what does it mean? What does it mean? No, but they know what it's about. They don't know exactly what it means. They don't exactly. I, I once told you, I think, that when this happened, that two summers ago, in three years, I was talking to... I was talking to uh, uh, in, in a bungalow. There's a big asifa for women, some ischazfes for women, and I was giving a shmuz there to these ladies. And and there was a there was a woman, a woman came to me afterwards. Uh, not an old woman, but I would say a young mother. She came to me and she said, because I was talking about a little bit of the babies, different things, and she came to me and she said, I want to tell you something about that I remember of my grandmother. She remembers from her grandmother. Said that her grandmother always, always davened with her finger in the siddur. Always davened with her finger in the siddur, and she said she used to 
this is how she davened. It wasn't. It wasn't always. It was like this. She was davening, and then she would touch the sin like this. Touch this. That's how she davened like this. She would daven, and she wants to ask. This. She said, "I want to ask my grandmother. Why is it I see something? you go like that when you daven?" So the grandmother said that whenever it's Hashem's name, I like to, I like to touch it. I like to touch Hashem's name. I know what that is. That's Hashem. She said, "I don't understand so much in between." I like to touch that. I know that I know what that is. And now we have English translations. So you could stand in, in, in davening. You don't have to even have a book. You can have your your machine. You can press on there. You have the whole davening in your machine. And you, can, you can stand there with a little stick with a little stick touching. <laughs> That's not what the grandmother was doing. And and it has the translation. And then you can have it piped into your head the words. You don't have to even with the translation. You can have simultaneous translation. And the grandmother says because. She didn't know what the words meant, but she but she knows that that's Hashem. She touches the name of Hashem. But, but as the years go by, the, the Siddurim are getting fatter. You understand? They get fatter and fatter and fatter. That's 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 the mitzvah. It's, it's to help us. So it's good that this name is and it's good that it's to try to help. But it doesn't solve the underlying problem of being far from Hashem. Just getting the right siddur doesn't do it. As everybody knows how to. The, the right siddur, the best master that, that's not the answer the answer is avoid avoid in between it's like we're talking about this, this, that's the answer so that's what he says Adam the, Adam that paragraph beginning Adam I write lick fights me if you try to jump right away Shemnesri boom if there wouldn't be the say that you just try to jump in the morning to Shemnesri that's a mochavit it's like trying it's, it's dangerous it's like you're jumping across the street you can't do it you want to talk to your friend? He's across the street. He's kvitz aderach. Look, Hashem should be gashmis. You don't want to shell a nice miyuchad zeh. Shall kvitz aderach? Zayichem rak yichid is cool. Not too many people could have kvitz aderach. Not too many people could, could jump, could travel a long distance in a second. Not too many people could do that. Gameruchnius. Adam ladash shebederach klal ein kvitz aderach. Sometimes, but bederach klal there's no shortcuts. Bederach klal there's no kvitz aderach lachain. Therefore, by even klali. In general, you have to go hadraga means gradually, step by step. It's in the beginning you feel the gods across the street, and therefore there's some distance, and you have to call out, and that's the zimmer and so on. The brach is good, and so on. They call out and to strengthen that. And to, to, to get closer and closer, like the person across the street. You feel closer and closer. Until you come to the Nakuda Hapnimis. Nakuda Hapnimis, the inner point, which is Shmanesrei, which is called on the which I'm standing next to and we're whispering. It's no longer. Feeling a far away, and I can still in that I can still talk to Hashem about what I need, but it's no longer just some kind of a, a distant and cold list of things that you need. It's it's the diburim of it's the diburim of, of of beloved friends, and the Baruch could tell you what he needs from you, and you hear him telling you what he needs from you, and you could tell him you share things. He tells you what he needs, Kivyoch, and you tell him Kivyoch what you need, and that's how you have the diburim of Hashem. This is this is a bederach class what he explains. That this this could take a uh, this could take a very long time. This not uh, this doesn't happen in one day. This is not way the person works on works on. Then once you become comfortable in it, and you live this way, then each day could be like that. 
but otherwise it could take many, many tefillas and many shmanesh to come to that bechina. I will continue as a shem next week. Make it.